Episode number 742, Building Relationships at Home, Work, and Community. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California. And I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Well, I'm still zooming around the world. As you know, I got back from Antarctica last uh, month, and uh, that's my seventh continent. I've been on, and I got to tell you, Antarctica truly is a desert. Uh, it's, you hear people say that, but when you're there, it's amazing. There is literally no vegetation anywhere in Antarctica. But I'm zooming around. Uh, I've had a chance to go to the United Kingdom uh, on on their 25th uh, anniversary by Zoom, and, um, and still traveling around the world through Zoom mostly. That's great, and I hope we're going to hear about Antarctica. Yes, I'll be writing about Antarctica for sure. Um, <laughs> okay, great. So I've got a guest today, uh, Becky Isbell, and Becky uh, was raised in Southeast Oklahoma. Uh, she's proud to call Texas her home for the last 12 years. She's currently married to what she calls her amazing husband, James, and they have three children and one grandchild. You've got a grandchild, Becky. That, you know, I've, I've found that... that uh, Mentioning it to your children that you don't have any grandkids doesn't go over well. I've discovered that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help. Uh, so in 2009, Becky joined the BNI uh, organization on a whim, and that whim turned out to be the best business decision she and her husband ever made, she says. And uh, Becky Becky quickly became a support director for BNI Central Texas and was promoted to area director in 2012. And in February 2020, was offered the position of Regional Area Director for all of Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, Colorado, and most of her home state of Oklahoma. Becky, it is awesome to have you back on BNI Podcast. Welcome. Well, thanks, Ivan. I'm so excited to be back. I, you know, I love doing these podcasts with you and getting to talk to you about uh, my favorite core value, which is building relationships. And I know we have seven core values, and I'm told often, like, you shouldn't say building relationships is your favorite. But how many times have you also heard you're not supposed to have a favorite child? Well, you're not. And and I would stand firm by the fact that I don't. However, I think it's okay to have a favorite uh, core value. And we talked briefly about this in um, a previous podcast. I think it was episode 714 about building relationships and how to turn referrals into results, didn't we? We absolutely did. And so today we're just going to take a deeper dive into um, how to build those relationships um, at home, your, um, in your business, and in our community. And going back to that favorite child, I do have a favorite child, and I will proudly put this on a recording. That favorite child is my grandchild. So, <laughs> okay, so, that's, that's so it's okay to have that favorite. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I've asked my kids which one they think is the favorite, and they... Uh, I've asked them individually, and they all name another one of the three kids. Isn't that <laughs> so, funny how that works out? They never want to say, I'm the favorite, but they'll yeah, say, oh, right. so-and-so's the favorite. But, yeah, yeah. Right. So I think so I'm I, doing my job. Yeah. 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 I just make it very clear that the grandchild is my favorite. So Yeah, that works. That's that's. I, 
So let's talk about relationships at home. Um, I know you have traveled a lot here lately, and I've been traveling uh, quite a bit. But prior to even fourth quarter of 2021, there wasn't a lot of travel going on. We were all yeah. at home, right? Right. So, and we're spending more time at home. And I think oftentimes we forget about building those relationships at home. You, I love, thank you for introducing my husband, James, as the amazing husband, because he is. Um, I mean, you've been around me for over 10 years. You know, I'm a lot, I'm a lot to handle, but my husband does that. He does it with <laughs> kindness and grace. Um, so at home, what are we doing to build relationships at home? Because like I said, sometimes we just put this on the back burner and I say we, I'm meaning me, I take those relationships for granted. Oh, my husband will always be there. My children will always be there. But one thing I learned um, during 2020 and the first part of 2021 is those are the people who I need the most are my relationships at home. And so what are we doing to build these relationships? I mean, I know you're a fan of the book, The uh, Five Love Languages, right? Yes. And I will tell you, this book was transformational in my relationship with James and learning what that person's love language is. And it goes back to everyone in our house, not just our spouse, but our children and our neighbors and learning how to talk to them to build that relationship. And you probably have heard of this book. He's kind of a big deal. Dr. Ivan Meisner wrote a book called A Room Full of Referrals. That it talks about the same thing, learning how to talk and communicate with other personality types. Uh, my love language, as you know, Ivan, is words of affirmation. I tell my husband, I'm like, I am so easy. All you have to do is tell me I look pretty and the unofficial love language of feed me. So feed me and tell me I look pretty and I'm golden. <laughs> but my husband, on the other hand, is not a words of affirmation person. His is acts of service. So I can tell him all day long what an amazing husband he is and it doesn't mean anything to him. But if I go out and throw some dirt around with him, He's as happy as a clam, like just makes him happy. So think about this at home. What are we doing to develop those relationships at home? Things that you can do at home. It's pretty simple. I say, say thank you. You know, when's the last time you said thank you to someone in your household? Maybe it's thank you for doing those dishes. Thank you for taking the trash out. And then do the unexpected. Um, you heard me mention earlier that I just got back from traveling quite a bit back and forth to see my family in Oklahoma and just some different trips. Well, when I came home, my husband had changed the sheets on the bed. He knows I love sleeping in a clean bed. He didn't have to do that, but he did it. And so thank you. And just, you know, showing the people at home how much we appreciate and need them goes such a long way. Very true. I like it. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth uh, was uh, uh, gifts and words of affirmation. Right, that right. I, yeah. What is your love language, if you don't mind sharing? Uh, it would be acts of service. Acts of service, yeah. yeah. So, you know, giving you a gift doesn't mean a lot. But if it's acts of service, let me do something for you. Let me go help you with something or just be with you goes a long way. Yeah. And I'm just going to plug again the book, full, Room Full of Referrals. It is my absolute favorite book that you've ever written um, because it's not only business, but we can take it back to our family. And we're going to talk more about uh, family and community later, but you can, it, it applies to everyone across the board. All right. So let's talk about work. That's your second category. So work. All right. So I just was curious on average, how many hours do you think the average American spends at work? Uh, if you're asking me, I would say probably 
on average, close to 40. I mean, you have people who spend more than that, but you also have people who work part-time. So it's hard to say. So on average, it's about 40 hours a week, which turns into about 2,000 hours a year. 2,080. Yep. So, wow, you are really good at the math and quick with the math. Nope. I I ran a company long enough. (laughs) So, you know, so we spend a lot of time at work and sometimes we spend more time at work than what we do at home. And so we need to make sure that we're building those relationships at work. And so what are we doing at work? Um, We are, you know, doing again, the acts of kindness. Are you going above and beyond? I will tell you one thing that will throw me over the edge if somebody says that's not my job. It just, it gets under my skin more than anything. And my very first job that I had, I started working at a vet clinic when I was 14 years old. And that was so unacceptable with my boss at the time. And we were trained and it was expected that if the front staff was done with their job, they would go back with the kennel staff because nobody got to leave until the last person was done working. And I think about that just even today, I'll be in front of, because we live in a Zoom world now, virtual, and I'm looking at the people still working online uh, and I'm saying, hey, you know, Jen, what can I help you? I see you're still online. She's like, hey, I really need somebody to proof this for me. So going back to that acts of service, what can I do to help? And then again, I just want to say again, say thank you. When's the last time you said thank you to someone you work with? And say, thank you. I really appreciate all the work you do. For someone who that's, you know, a words of affirmation is their love language. That goes above and beyond than anything else that you can do is just say thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for doing that for with me. And then again, do the unexpected. You know, maybe it's send um, an Uber Eats driver, send that person lunch, especially if you're working in a virtual world. Someone sent me, you know, Ivan, I told you food is my sixth love language. <laughs> and somebody sent lunch to me the other day. I was in the weeds with work. It was like two o'clock and I'd said something. I hadn't had lunch. Somebody sent lunch to me via Uber Eats. And I will tell you, it just made my day and made me feel so good that a coworker that lives in a different time zone than I did thought enough of me to send me lunch. Nice. And building, it's building that relationship. So, and then the third, let's bounce into the community, which is my favorite thing to talk about. I know you're probably saying, well, it's your grandkid and your dog, but it's really my community. <laughs> I, I love the community I live in. We've been here almost 13 years, and uh, it's kind of a joking that I'm, they, everyone here calls me the networking nerd because mm-hmm. when they need something, I know a guy. You know, we talked about this uh, before in movies, um, quotes is, I know a guy. I'm the guy who gets things, right? Mm-hmm. But I absolutely love our community and I love seeing what our community does. And we really pull together when um, times get tough. You know, I've seen um, restaurants who were struggling during COVID and businesses would get together and order a big lunch order from them or buy gift cards for them to just help keep them afloat through COVID. And that's how great our community is. But I'm going to ask our listeners, how involved are you in your community? Are you involved in a service project, a service organization? Ivan, I know you were involved in Rotary at one time. I think you're actually president of your club, weren't you? No, I wasn't, but I was in for 16 years. Yeah. And so, you know, Rotary does a lot of good service in the community. Um, I love our Rotary club, but it doesn't have to be Rotary. Are you involved in your uh, garden club, your food care center? Something are you involved in? Get involved with 
that nonprofit, maybe it's the nonprofit in your chapter. You know, we, we encourage nonprofits to join BNI because we, I have found, and Ivan, you probably have a lot more experience in this than I do, but in the past 12 years, I've been a member and a director. I found BNI members are very giving and they want to help. And so we encourage those nonprofits to join uh, BNI so we can help. And it's not just with money. Um, And, you know, Beth used to tell us all the time, we have three things that we ask for in our community. That's your time, your talent, or your treasure. And so I'm going to ask our listeners, what are you giving back to the community? Are you giving one of those three? And if you're not, I'm going to encourage you to get involved because kind of like our number one core value of giver's gain, when you give back to the community, it comes back to you in tenfold. And of course, I'm going to plug, Ivan, you know, I couldn't go a whole podcast without mentioning the BNI Foundation because <laughs> and I'm glad. in case you didn't know, it's my favorite nonprofit. Um, <laughs> if you don't have a nonprofit that you support locally, please get involved with the BNI Foundation and our Business Voices Project because this is such a great way that you can get involved with your community, especially our children. And I'm going to quote Beth because she said one time when she was speaking that children are 20% of our population, but 100% of our future. So I'm asking our listeners, if you don't know how to get involved, please reach out to myself, Ivan. We've got a BNI Business Voices uh, crew that we've got on the ground. We'd love to help our listeners get involved to get involved in our community. Because like I said, it just gives you that warm and fuzzies when you're involved in the community. Absolutely. And I appreciate you mentioning the foundation. Uh, for people that are interested in more information, they go to bnifoundation.org. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, Becky, is there any last quick thought that you have before we wrap. Again, just thank you, Ivan, for your time today. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I you know, still love doing one-to-ones because again, those one-to-ones build those relationships in BNI. And that's really where the magic happens. You know, We talk about the VCP process. So Ivan, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Thanks, Becky. I, I appreciate you. And um, for those of you listening, we'd love to get your feedback. Um, you know, what are you doing in these three areas? We'd love to hear from you here in the comments section. Uh, along the uh, line of words of affirmation, Becky, you are amazing. You radiate giver's gain in a way that uh, I rarely see uh, to the extent that you do. It's really amazing. And I'm so pleased that you're part of the organization. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you, Ivan. Over to you, Priscilla. Okay, I think that's it for this week. Thank you both so much for the great information and for that podcast. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience and help you boost your business. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com. And then use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off all of the audio programs, and all of the proceeds will go to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. <laughs>